Hello and welcome to After the Pulpit, and it's our 45th episode for the week ending the 3rd of December 2023. The title for this week is A Season of Hope, and I'm reading first of all from Mark chapter 13, verses 24 to 37. I'm Ian Hawkridge, coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. But in those days... Following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Amen. Today's podcast begins a new season, since this Sunday is the first of four Sundays in the season of Advent. It is the beginning of a new year in the Christian calendar and should bring with it hope and joy after the long season of Pentecost. Advent is a season of anticipation as we look forward to celebrating the birth of the Christ child. We look forward to being reunited with family and friends, to the sharing of gifts and good food and all the small traditions that we have developed over the years. So how did this gospel reading get into the lectionary? It sounds more like a threat than a promise, more like judgment than restoration. It is enough to stop our celebrations in their tracks. How can something like this be an encouragement to those who follow Jesus? But is that really what Jesus is saying here? I believe the answer is no. Jesus is using what we call apocalyptic imagery, which was common in his day, but is no longer used in our scientific world. The word apocalypse simply means uncovering or revealing. It used dramatic imagery to get the point across and is the same form used in the book of Revelation and in Daniel. 
The whole point of apocalyptic imagery is that it is not meant to be interpreted literally, rather like an impressionist painting which interprets reality rather than representing it. Like so much of what Jesus said to his disciples before his death, these words are meant to encourage them to be faithful and hopeful. The passage is full of watch and wait. These are words that are meant to bring hope in the situations that we face every day. Whether you're living under an oppressive empire such as the Roman Empire or the economic empires of today, the good news that God's kingdom will outlast and overcome them has to be good news. So this time of Advent is not just about looking forward to Christmas, but a time of longing for the coming of our Lord. The problem is that most of us don't want it to happen just yet. There are still so many things we want to do or achieve. We truly don't know when Jesus is coming again. He even says to his disciples that he doesn't know. But it is important to live as if it will be today or tomorrow. And that means two things, obedience and trust. Obedience is more than just obeying a list of rules about what you may or may not do. It means living constantly in the knowledge of the presence of Christ. That means that every aspect of our daily lives, from our finances to our work to our leisure, come under his direction and care. It means that he is able to live his life through us, rather than us simply living for ourselves. Bible scholars and theologians have been trying for centuries to figure out exactly when the end will come. There are many around today who claim to know the answer, but no one has been right yet. It really doesn't matter, though. We are called to wait faithfully and hopefully. We do know and can trust that when he comes, it will be to restore all things, rather than the destruction that we so often hear talked about. That is something that we can long for without fear and look forward to in trust. We're going to listen to a very old song now, entitled, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. In ancient times did give 
Thank you for listening and I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.